And welcome, 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 everybody. This is Eileen Grimes right here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I have with me today Mr. Doug Johnston, our co-host. And it's a treat to always be here. Thank you. Even in the rain and... In the snow. Whatever we have to suffer through to get here. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It's a fun show. It's a fun show to do, isn't it? And we had fun last night, too. We did. Yeah, we taped uh, next Saturday's show last night, and we had on a an astrologer named Linda Hill, who was from Australia. So we had a 19-hour time difference between her and us. It was fabulous. It really was. Great accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were love, more in love with the accent than anything else. It was just fun. Yeah, it was fun. So anyway, today on the show, we've got one of our favorite people, Mr. Matt Shea, who is an author, and he's on here. We're going to have a fireside chat, basically. He asked me, are we having a fireside chat? I said, yeah, I guess we are. You know, a little bit impromptu, kind of, you know, we were kind of thinking about doing this and doing that. So anyway, yeah, it's just whatever comes up. And um, I like doing shows like that because it just, it's free form. It, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Did we bring champagne or anything to toast now? <laughs> no, but I got a pop here. Oh, no. well, that doesn't count. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to be doing that, and our celebrity of the week will be Joaquin Phoenix. This was Doug's idea, and I think it's a good idea because his chart's pretty wild. So we'll look at him really quick here in just a moment. So anyway, any questions? Hi, Matt. How are you? Well, good morning. It's just such a neat thing to be with you and Doug here. I'm so glad. And Mike. I see Mike as well. Mike is here. Uh-huh. Yes, he's always here. Oh, so. Here comes a crane over this way. A crane. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're working over there. Yeah, <laughs> something's going on. Anyway, so uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and when we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Linda Rasmussen at VerticalEnergyWorldwide.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, January 19th, National Geographic explorer and best-selling author Helen Thayer joins me in the studio. Hear all about her last two national park treks, plus she'll be introducing her brand new book about Charlie, her Inuit wolf dog. You've got to be here for this show. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, we have Mr. Joaquin Phoenix, and I kind of looked him up when you suggested we do him. His birthday is October 28th, 1974 at 2.55 a.m. in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So anyway, his chart is really very, very tight. It's just concentrated, you know, really mm-hmm. concentrated. So, yeah. And now one of the things that I saw when I was l- doing a little research on him is that he recently had an an interview for the movie The Joker, which he got. But in an interview and somebody said, well, you want to treat it as though he's a serial killer, you know, shooting people. And he walked out of the interview. Good for him. Yeah, he did. Well, interesting that this all happened while Saturn and Pluto were opposite of his Saturn, which squares his uh, Uranus and Mercury. So he's not going to stand for any crap. No, 
he won't, you know. And he does have stationary retrograde Saturn. Mm-hmm. And was there anything else in there? I can't remember. It was just no, that one. just Saturn, just stationary the, retrograde. Okay. So, I mean, to me, it's when something is stationary retrograde, it means that the person is going to be going into a phase of deep learning about, you know, the, the planet Saturn or whatever planet it is that's stationary retrograde. So it may be more um, introverted or, you know, held in because the, the, pers- the experience of learning about it is so personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's direct, it's different. It's coming out, well, basically. I would almost think that the way they asked their question about the serial killer, he did not want to associate with that. And that's no. what he's trying to get across to him. No. I mean, I'm looking at Uranus and Mars here together. I said that that would have been it right there. That would have mm-hmm. been something that really upset him. And then the fact that he's got Pluto opposition to his moon. Yeah, that's tough, too. <coughs> yeah, That's a tough call. That's a tough one, yeah. So he's very Plutonian. You and know, when the, the sun stellar and gets hit, it goes and goes and goes. Yeah, yep. So You know, he, the Pluto thing is when somebody has a wound in somewhere in their soul. It is so deep that there's so many layers of it that, in order to get to all the layers, they have to do a long process of probably psychoanalysis on well, some level. Don't you think he really probably buried himself after Phoenix went? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. His brother, would, River Phoenix. Yeah. They were real close. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm sure that that can make him go with this character because he did get the Golden Globe for it. Yeah. It seems like. And he's a good actor. <laughs> Watching that crane out there moving around it's gonna hit the window oh no (laughs) anyway um it seems as though pluto plutonian people have extra hard stuff to do you know and his his very well aspect to he plays with it yeah he does sitting in the first house and he is a scorpio yeah he is and Uh, the pluto moon opposition so so it's um i would imagine there's stuff going on with his mother i would imagine uh-huh. And probably with his dad, too. But, you know, the whole thing is is that the way he approaches his life is Plutonian, you know. Right. And, and so when he's learning a character, he probably research, researches them for months and months beforehand because, well, to me, research is, is the byproduct of Scorpio. With the Jupiter trying the sun, he probably has given great spiritual lessons yep. to prove. That's probably out true. As far for people on a different level that people aren't even aware they get in it. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, that Sun-Venus conjunction, that really adds to his attractability. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he is pretty good. You know, he's got a cleft palate. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, you can see it because you know, they were ridiculing him when he was a kid about this. Oh. And I was looking at close-up pictures, and it's sort of an indentation just before his. I'm going to have to go back and look because I've never noticed it. Yeah, it's, it was it was definitely it was sort of just like a not a typical cliff palette, which has got one piece of skin over another piece. It's like a piece of skin and piece of skin and a gap in between, you know. And there was some skin there, you know. It's kind of an interesting one, but yeah, he does have a cleft palate. So, I mean. When you're given those kind of things, you know, you have to obviously have to deal with them. But, you but definitely take on different characteristic within yourself. Oh, yeah. Because you got challenged big time over and over. Well, he, what are the kind of characters he's played? He's playing some pretty deep, dark stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, little figures. Yeah, he's got, he's got the internal uh, combustion My. engine to do that. 
My so. favorite characters to play. Oh, I, I know. I like playing the villains. You know that Doug is an <laughs> actor? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Doug's an actor, folks. He is. He's also a painter and renaissance man, basically. And a cow person. And he loves cows. Yeah. That's, he's very unusual, so we like him because of that. So, anyway, let's see. Is there anything else in here? Um, Neptune squaring. Uh, did you mention that? Neptune squaring Jupiter? Zach square. No, it's there, though. Yeah, and he's Neptune conjoining the North Node. So, this is a lifetime where he is learning about what it's like to be um, in another realm, uh, to to screw it into the right side of the brain because he does have the ability to do that with a Neptune in the third house, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I would hope that he has artistic leanings where he could express that. Well, yeah, he is an actor. Well, <laughs> I know he doesn't have to, but, yeah. you know, for his own spiritual awareness, it would be good for him to do that. And also writing poetry. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it could be could be weird, you know. It's bizarre to see that, by the way. I my favorite musician one time, he had a transiting Neptune over his Mercury and I was went going to see him in concert and I said, I just betcha he talks in rhymes right now. And I said this to my friend and he got up on stage and he started speaking in rhymes and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and I later on he said to me, He says, Well, did you did I look like how I was supposed to look? And I said, Yes, you did. You did it very well. Now, you know, doing the Slevin, Saturn is also ruling that chart big time. Yes. And the fact that it's stationary it even puts that much more of a. You don't think Neptune is is the is the planet? Neptune. For him? Yeah, because it's really close to the bottom of the chart. No, because you've got Saturn at fifteen degrees. Okay. And fifteen point eighteen, and up here. It's 15.09. Oh, you're right. It is closer. You're right. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking so. at it. Oh, it's really close to the bottom of the chart. Well, not that close. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just wondering. But okay. that, basically, that stationary Saturn's playing, he's a good one for your book. Yeah. Because it plays a big part in his life. Yeah, that's right. And the issues that come along that test him on the, de- the degree of difficulty, mm-hmm. you know, of how things are, are, are going to test him. So... Um, it's interesting. I told myself a mantra the other day. Um, I am determined. That's my mantra. It's been my mantra since I started looking at the Saturn Pluto stuff. To, to come down from the mountain? Yeah. <laughs> down the creek? No, I'm determined to come down from the mountain <laughs> on the creek in Sinai. Yeah. There we go. There we are. So anyway. When are you going over? I'll probably just, I'll go over and watch you. <laughs> I'm going to go over the waterfall in a barrel. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. So um, his chart is, um, it definitely, it, it's kind of one you just have to sit and look at for a while. You should, you know, explain as far as that stationary Saturn to him going retrograde. Okay, um, Saturn's, uh, when somebody's born on a stationary planet, when it's about to stationary, go direct or retrograde, when the planet is in the process of moving forward and then it's going to reverse directions in the sky, then that means um, the point when it's it's moving, literally not moving, is the stationary point. Now, it depends on whether it's going to go direct or it's going to go stationary. And stationary is direct is much kind of better because it's just more out there and it's more it's something they've already learned. 
and they're going to go out and do that. But stationary retrograde is yet, they yet have to learn the stuff that's involved mm-hmm. with that. So, and Basically, she's saying a semi-truck is driving down a two-lane road and it's stopped in the middle of both lanes. Everything stops. Yes. No one goes anywhere until they have their say. That, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting that interesting it got up and walked out on the interview. Yeah, that's that is, very, it's yeah, done. That is. It's they done. said the wrong thing and he was done. Yeah, he is. That's exactly right. Okay. So anyway, we got to take a break here and we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a, a nice uh, live read for uh, Angela Probst. At this point, you've probably already heard of essential oils, and are you confused, overwhelmed, not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And CBD is everywhere these days. And if you're looking for a CBD choice that is transparent about its source, or how it is processed and what it'll do for you, or you want more information to want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time to bring on our guest, Mr. Matt Shea. How are you, Matt? Oh, it is wonderful. We start off these shows with a good hour in advance, the three of us having a lot of fun. Yeah. Then it kicks up when we get on the air. Yeah, it does. Yes, but we don't tell people out there that we do an hour before just for our own well, we just uh, did. amusement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought of Now us. you're telling stories on us. <laughs> well, you know, I just like to meet everybody beforehand and, and talk about what we're going to do on the station, and that's what we do. So, yeah, it, feel, it feels better to do that, to kind of start rather than just dive right into the show. Oh, yeah. So. And then afterwards, we... Have a lunch at the place yes, of our choice and the good times keep rolling. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So anyway, um, okay, so let's talk about, you made list of notes there. I'm looking at them. So well, I made a lot, but it's always my hello list. And my daughter, Laura, she wanted to be here. She's got a strep throat. She's in Ouch, line to get a reading with you. She wants to meet Doug. But that day will come. And then family, my brother Paul's family, Dan and Lloyd, my sister Bo and Mike, mm-hmm. they love the show very much. They oh, like good. these interviews. That's great. I think Hi. they like the ones that I'm not on. That's oh. my opinion. <laughs> but there are some other people out there, too. We have a Sandra from Wisconsin who's been reading my okay. books. And I sent her tapes of her show, and she likes this Jupiter Rising stuff. Oh, okay. And I have a Kim from Richland, Washington. Mm-hmm. Same thing. She's heard some of your interviews. She loves it. And so this is all great stuff. My friend Kate up at Lopez Island, her and her friends are listening right now. Awesome. That's great. Yes. 
And now I want to go right to the Emerald Queen where my buddy David Smith is. I've worked with him, and it was just a kick. Yeah. And I love working there, and who knows, I might return. That's I know right. I bump into Doug once in a while when That's we're having right, breakfast. That's right, they do. Yeah. yeah. You Favorite know? place to have something to eat. Yeah, it's a great place for that. Well, which one? They have their restaurant on the very top. The uh, Yeah, I keep trying to get to the fifth floor, but they never <laughs> let me up there. <laughs> I think it's one of those doors where if you get on it locks and you can't come back down. Oh, but then they have no. the buffet downstairs. And in the middle, that's the employees. And at one time, hey, that was me. But any excuse to be there, the Emerald Queen is fantastic. Dave, have a great shift. You guys are great. Oh, thank you. Anytime I walk in and someone's at that elevator running the buttons, I always say, fifth floor for me. And they are looking for it. There's only three floors. Oh. (laughs) And so they're looking at these little keyholes up above, and they're thinking, do you need a key to get up there? (laughs) Uh, No. I just you need the floor to go to. I would like to throw in Renee. She does okay. the book covers mm-hmm. and she does incredible artwork because one of the hotels I worked at, they're displaying it now. She's oh, doing good. very good oh, with that nice. and greeting cards. And that's her at um artistic expressions with an X expressions on Facebook. And then I have a Sally Jones who is helping with editing and she is out of Indianapolis oh, and okay. she's incredible at this. And then Ella's out there. We always say hi to Ella. She's okay. fun to hang out with. Yep. Okay. Great. Have you got everybody now? This sort of reminds me of, of Jer when he did. <laughs> well, no, not. not Jer. Jer, he did about 20 30. pages. 30. 30 number. Yeah. He Says, got a Whoa. phone book out. I'm done. I'll oh, throw in the cards you. I'm at I'm kidding. This. I'm kidding. You know. That's fine. <laughs> but, um, well, good. That's great. You know, and let's say hi to Emerald Queen Casino. Hi, guys over there. I'm waving at you. Okay, so anyway, um, that's cool. I like it. All right, so let's talk about, um, oh, now what have you got? We were on, you and I did a radio thing back-to-back recently. Oh, yes, we did with Mr. Rick Bratton. That was yeah. incredible, and mm-hmm. I loved your interview. I liked Thank it you. a lot more than mine. Oh. And, well, I did. I played that back many times. Uh-huh. But one of the things you did is a lot of people who do not know or understand astrology, they will make it like a wrong type of hocus-pocus. So you gave a little introductory to it, a little bit of history, Mm -hmm. and some misconceptions cleared up. And you and Doug could just maybe spend a moment and address that, because every week you get more and more people tuning into the show. Yeah, that's right. And that reminds me, I'm... Uh, just to kind of give you a forewarning for next month, uh, we are going to probably change our format just a little bit, starting on approximately the 14th of February, because that's an auspicious day for both all of us here. It will be our fifth anniversary on the air. Yay! I had to clap for myself. What the heck? I wasn't there that five years ago. I know, but you were there about a year later, weren't you? Uh, probably. Maybe a couple of years. I you was know. a guest on that first Yeah, you were a guest. Though. A couple weeks in a row, we loved you so much, we got you back. So I said, we got to have him as a co-host when all else fails. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to probably be doing um, more shows on how to, uh, just a little bit um, educational type shows. Because I'm sure many of you are out there going, what the heck are they talking about? All this, this, this squares that, what's a quincunx, what's a sesquiquadrate? You know, all those quite really strange words in astrology that we talk about. Well, we're going to be probably talking a little bit more about some basics of astrology coming up here next month. We have to figure that out yet. But if you, by the way, 
if any of you people out there are curious or want to see us talk about or hear us talk about something that you've always wanted to know about, you can contact me at the Jupiter Rising Show at AOL.com. So you can contact me there and or on Facebook. So let us know because um, we want to do what you want us to do. It's important to us. So, you know, it's just. But we'll tailor it to fit our needs. Huh? <laughs> well, what, what, what was that you just said? We'll answer their questions, but we'll fit it to make it our yeah, way. Yeah, I thought you said, I thought you said, we'll get on our knees. And I no, went, wait a minute. Our needs. Our needs. I got yes. it. Okay. All right, good. We huh. want to have fun with it. That's right. So, anyway, Matt, back to you. So. Okay. And Matt, we've we've looked at Matt's chart just this morning. Oh, he is yeah. creative off the chart. Yeah, off the chart. He's got Do you so need much to look real at it stuff. Again? No, I've got it in my head. Okay, good. Yeah, me too. Um, but the minute I look at the chart, I feel like one of his books is going to go straight to a movie, and it's not going to long, be yeah. a long ways out. So no. he's getting ready for a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he doesn't even know what's going to happen yet. He's no. waiting for the book to so jump into the movies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Doug, it works best when you steer the ship and I shovel the coal. Just keep talking and listening. <laughs> well, it looks that way. I yeah. mean, I just, I that was the first thing that went through my head the minute I looked at that chart and saw mm-hmm. the alignment with all that Leo. and Yeah, that's a lot of Leo. The first time I looked Sun at it. Sun Uranus just banged right up together. I know. That that was a real strong one, too. The first time I saw his chart was about uh, maybe a year and a half ago. And he, I was doing a reading for him at a fair, and I looked at it, and I just went, oh, God. <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh. That is so much. I asked The first thing I asked him, I said, do you have a big ego? And he said, well, yes. <laughs> so I'm a guy. It comes with the territory. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. You know, it's the Uranus Sun thing that comes through. He doesn't. Yes. He's not like anyone else. No, he's, he's not he's like an original cookie cut. Yeah, he is. He's very so original. So once you've seen him, you know him. And you know the thing that he does. He does stuff like hanging out with senior citizens, citizens, and that helps them do stuff. Well, you're that's right. very that's very Iranian. Yeah, it's yeah. very off the wall. You yeah. things you don't expect them to do, they get it done. Yep, exactly. So. Helps people. Doesn't yeah. have a lot of judgment on them. No, nope, he doesn't. They can be whatever they want. He's he very unique, care. and his perspective on life is very unique too. Well, in every book he writes, as far as we're the odd one out, normally yeah. becomes the hero of the book. That's so uh, so Aquarian Uranian. So very. yeah, yeah, because you do have astrological themes running through your work, of course. I love a low profile. I like the underdog, that person who blends in with the background. There it is. Ding. There's another I one. Would, <laughs> I would hate to have a life where if something happened and wherever you went, people pointed you out because they put you in a God realm. And no, I'm a common person like you. I probably have more flaws than you. Mm-hmm. Just I'll blend with the background. I'll let it go at that. Yeah. yeah you right. don't have any cows yet. so you, No you cows. You're not losing big money in a hurry like no. I've done. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they can die, and then just like that, you got wiped out. Yeah, that's true. That's But they do last a while, don't they? have long life size, well, lifestyles. Well, unless they have some complication that comes with calving or something. You don't. You never know if they're going to get pneumonia. Oh, okay. So oh, sometimes the hottest day can bring that instead of the coldest. Oh, okay. All right. That's interesting. 
So, yeah, but they have a life. Their lifespan's long, isn't it? If 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 it's normal, that's what I'm normal saying. Normal would be eleven years with a purebred oh, cow. Oh, that's like a that's like a Boston Terrier's life. I always refer to them because that's my point of reference. Longest I've ever had was 18 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So, oh, that's interesting. And still going strong. How do we get over on cows? Anyway. I don't know. We're talking about Matt. Yeah, he, we were. He's eccentric, and I thought, well, he should have a cow. <laughs> it's my fault. I don't know how Matt, I did I it. Matt, I have a cow I could sell you. <laughs> a bridge in Brooklyn with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I show you something neat that my buddy Pete and I are about to do? Oh, okay, yeah. Tell You've us met what Pete that is. before. And okay, yeah, he's Pete cool. has gone to the readings after dark with you. Right. And I've sat back and watched those come in, mm-hmm. and they would yell out, spot on. Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're right. They can't believe it. And then all of a sudden, they return with their friends. They want in on this. That's cool. But anyway, uh, one of the shows I get on, we go to places that claim to be haunted, mm-hmm. and regardless of the stories, we do hear them and report some of them. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I've gone to the Gray Goal at Ocean Shores well over 50 times, and I got to know the management, especially the maintenance guys. Mm-hmm. My buddy Pete and I are going to book their room number 201, because okay. that's where all the activities are. Ooh. And one of the guys there that works there has one of those gadget things that mm-hmm. produces sounds right. based on energy, right. whatever they're called. Yeah. And that's the room it goes crazy in. Wow. So he and I are just going to meet with these people, have pizza with the whatever. When are you going to do that? We're going to possibly do it this week. Possibly. Oh, cool. Where, what's at, the name of the hotel? It's the Gray Goal at Ocean Shores. Gray because Goal. I've been going there for 30 years, and all the management people, the ones at night, all have the same stories. So and you're going to spend the night there? Well, I stay the night there all the time, okay. but this particular room with Pete is just to hang out. Okay. And we're not going to chant verses or <laughs> do Ouija boards. We're just going to be a couple of guys killing a night at the ocean. Yeah. But there's a little ulterior motive here. Yeah. And then if something happens, we run across the street and book a room in that hotel. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're leaving, sir. Why? Oh, I see. <laughs> but it'll the be room two oh one. Because every time we go there, we hear more stories from the housekeepers. Oh wow! That Is that where that comes in? <laughs> so we're doing mm-hmm. this, and they'll be. That'll be good. We'll take notes and then advance them to our friend Gary because he does shows on this. That, oh yes, that's right. He Fine. does it. That's awesome. That's great because yeah. there's a lot of places in Washington State that are haunted. Yeah. ton of them. Yeah. No question about that. Yep, that's for sure. So anyway, we've got to take another break really quick here. And when we get back, we'll have more with Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is live read for Mr. Matt Shea. Big surprise. Okay, Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind winning hand that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. A great book of Matt's is the Meadowdale Community Project. We just happen to have that one right here, yes. And which has been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. 
So feel free to look at Matt's website for all of his good books are available. Matt will love to hear from you and promise to answer any or all to con- that contact him. You also can write him at his personal email address at workinmat7, that's W-O-R-K-N, Matt, M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com, or you can call him at 206-915-1881. You can contact him at his website at www.mattsheabooks.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Christopher Renstrom, astrologer extraordinaire, with a little something-something for all the sun signs. On Saturday, Lauren Archer, Puget Sound hypnotherapist, talks about using your innate wisdom to make 2020 your best year ever. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We have with us today Mr. Matt Shea. He's probably our very favorite author. He's on frequently because he has so many interesting ideas, interesting stories. I mean, he was telling a couple of them to us before we came in here today. You know, and their interesting perspective on things. That's just, just his son Uranus going wild. Well, this last book that he actually brought in here, that looks like a very interesting book. Yeah, and that I was love the one I the just color mentioned. cover on that. Yeah. Renee yeah. did that one. She will do all of my covers here on out, Renee. Because that just grabs your attention when yeah, you see really it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. She so. reminds me quite a bit of you, too, because she knows me very well. We've been to the Gray Gull. We go on our trips and stuff. And she knows me through and through. So those book covers are tailor-made. But she does the same thing with cards. She'll want to know what the event is, whether it's a wedding anniversary or whatnot. It mm-hmm. has that special one-of-a-kind touch. It's for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's great. Yeah. You know, we talked about, um, uh, before you came on, that particular book, which is, has laden with pets, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Yeah, so there may be something coming up soon on him, and I will let you know when that's happening. I can't say what it is right away, but as soon as you get a date confirmed and when it's going to be, we'll let everybody know. Okay? Wonderful. Yes. So, um, because pets are so awesome, and um, when I, and I hate to belabor these Boston Terriers, but I can't help it, but um, I didn't even know what dogs were about. I had a dog growing up. It was a Samoyed, and she was kind of interesting. But uh, when I moved into this house with these people, um, they let the front door in and let these two wild black and white dogs fly in the door, and they both ended on my lap at the same time. You were being adopted. I was. I was being, they thought I was their second mom. Anyway, so I lived there for about two and a half years, and they spent so much time with me, um, Stu and Lola, and um, they... They made me, they taught me about loving dogs and how much, how wonderful they are. And, and um, they were just so wonderful because, you know, recently, uh, well, last year, Lola passed away. And, and just this Christmas Eve, last Christmas Eve, uh, Stu passed away. So we lost both of them, and it's really sad. But I still have videos of them that I play that were so funny and, you know, um, you know, just memories of them just laying on my bed and they're laying around me. They're you know, camped around my body and they're just fabulous. And They're a family. They have that unconditional love that oh, a child gives. Really, it was really amazing. And they were funny, too. They had great senses of humor. Was, was that video you showed me of one that, of them? That was not, that wasn't, that was somebody that else. That is the 
funniest video I've ever seen <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> that was so funny. It was about this dog that was that had just gotten a new jacket. You know, they basically Boston Terriers, just for information, has a very thin coat. And, you know, if they live in a, a cooler climate, they've got to wear coats around them, you know, because otherwise they freeze. But um, this dog had just gotten a new coat, and there was a video of him standing way out in the field, just standing there looking. And then all of a sudden, come on, come on. And, he's, and he starts running towards the camera, except he's just bounding all over, and he's trying to get the jacket off is what he's trying and he to do. And he flips and does flips every and, turn you could possibly do. I know, up and down and sideways and just goofy stuff. And I said, well, that's a Boston in his essence. <laughs> it really now, is. when you speak of a thin hair like that or thin coat, Thin coat. Thin coat. There's yes. a place here up in Redmond, I think, is uh-huh. where she's moved to, where she makes dog coats. Oh, yeah. That are the thermal coats where it, it keeps them one temperature. Right. They don't get too hot and they don't get too oh, cold. Oh, that's cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, it's something tech, and I can't think of how it's yeah. said at the moment, oh, but I know it's very different. And yeah. Okay. That's cool. For dog people. Yeah. I wish I could think of the name for you, but That's I can't. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a dog yet to do that with, but, you know, Bostons have to have a um, have a, a coat around them when they're outside in colder weather because they don't have very thin skin. So, you know, and it, same in the hot weather. If it's really hot, you don't want to let them outside. So they're really kind of sensitive that way. But um, I was just thinking about um, my dog that I grew up with, which is a Samoyed. You know what that is? It's your book we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking, or indirectly, we're talking about your book. <laughs> because we're talking to pets. <laughs> yeah. When you get on that subject, everybody has a million <laughs> I stories. I know, I just, family. I've got to tell stories. Well, they're, I want to read this book, so I get a book today. Okay. You're on getting one, one right after this interview. Yeah, because yeah, I want to read that book. It just looks like it's interesting. Yeah, I've got to read it now, too. I mean, re- read it again. I think I read a little bit of it, but, because you gave me about six books at this once. This one and that other book I want to read, too. Okay. The Older lady, that sounds like a very interesting story too. Yeah, so in the town that's gone, he, your imagination is really great. I don't know where you come up for plot with plot lines like this. Well, didn't you see that chart? Well, yeah. (laughs) It's creative off the hook. As they say, if I'm going to ask and answer your own question, what do you need me for anyway? (laughs) So, (laughs) a lot of it's from childhood. I Mm -hmm. was constantly taking notes. And I'm always talking to myself to embed in my memory of an idea that entered mm-hmm. so that I could turn around and write it at first yeah, opportunity of the short pencil versus the long memory. Okay. But I will have these notes and go through them. Some of them come back from early grade school, mm-hmm. and I know what I'm telling myself, what I'm okay. reminding myself, and that enough life has passed where now I could assemble a story out of it. That's great. Yeah, you have just literally a file cabinet in your head. Yes, well... In my head, but also in drawers. I have them yes, on paper, too. Yes, I would say, yeah. yeah. It's just like you'd be a master researcher, for sure, if you, get, mm-hmm. if you do that. Yeah. It's very fascinating it's stuff very the fascinating. way you write. These interviews that we do for Gary Mance, I do a lot of research at these places to be haunted. Mm-hmm. But what I also do is research the town as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so whether or not the stories are believable, it's a neat place to stay that has well-documented history. Right. And then we let them know where the great pizza places are, okay. where you want to get nachos. It's a win-win. We finish up where, hey, there are some guarantees here. It's right, fun. Right, exactly. You know, and that's probably, I think with your six planets in Leo, one of the key words in your life is having fun. 
<laughs> well, I mean, how many times you said isn't that fun. in the eleventh house, the mm-hmm. Sun Uranus? Well, that too, but that's kind of. I a mean, bunch. that adds to it. Well, that's sure. Yeah, that would definitely make that more pronounced. But you know, the Leo quality about having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever the, they do. I think the fun is not just something you get to leave behind forever, mm-hmm. but I also think you get to take it with you. That's okay. my opinion. Yeah. Well, right. you know, in my world, if it's not fun, I leave. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I say, oh, I'm not, I, you know, I'm just so tired. I think I better go home. You better go home. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm kind of that way, too. I think anybody who's got some Leo in their chart, prominent Leo, both Doug and I have Leo rising, so we're always competing for center stage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with him with six, the six planets here, I mean, we're having a tutorial. <laughs> we're we having a t- Leo convention today. I'm going to bring him back when we start this, you know, this thing that we do, you know, teaching people. And we just, this, this is our lesson on Leo, and there's three of us right this here. This is definitely a good Leo lesson. Yes, it would no be. question about it, because he's got the chart. Yeah, he does, for sure. Yep. One of my hobbies I was very secretive about that I started doing in my teens was send out resumes. And the reason why is my dad got us boys on summertime work where he worked. Mm-hmm. And the old timers would explain that that's nice if you want to get a college degree, but there are other jobs out there mm-hmm. and all you have to do is apply. Yeah. And so I have sent a few resumes out and then there I am getting an interview and mm-hmm. I'm being offered a job, which changes the course. It's a commitment for life. Right. And it's kind of like when a kid plays with a phone and then they hit 911. You're going to get a response. Something's going to happen. Right. And so I learned quickly that these resumes are that kind of message in a bottle that does return. Mm-hmm. In college, I did it more often. And every so often, I'm offered a job that could uh, set a guy's life up. You can now get married, have a family, and buy that house. Right. I still do that to this day. That's what gets me into the hotels, the casinos. It's fun. That's great. And what I learned was to be the opposite of overqualified. Mm-hmm. Be a person who knows nothing, so you haven't gotten great at bad habit, mm-hmm. but you guarantee the attendance, and you're going to lay the cards down face up. You're good at saying, I don't know, or asking for help. Right. They can train you their way, mm-hmm. and now you're one less problem. You're not Albert Einstein, but you're predictable by their standards, mm-hmm. and it's a good mesh. Mm-hmm. And so those resumes have taken me much further than the college courses I've taken, Interesting. than the trade schools I've gone to. The key word you said there, though, trainable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I think that's what people miss out yeah. so much on because right. they want, they think they've got to do it their way. They want to run the show. Yes, right. I, and they, they cannot, they're impervious to learn. Yeah. You know, they can't learn that way. At one of my interviews, they don't want to learn that way. Why should we hand? Why should we hire you? And I said, on that kind of all-purpose oil, I'm there. There's no friction. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not one of the key moving parts, but Mm -hmm. I could cover everywhere, no friction. They kind of got it. It was a good mental image of that. Okay. But that type of thing. I'm there to be one less problem. I don't have any broad ideas. But show me how you really want things and let me get good at it. Okay, that's great. Just so you know, Matt, I've never made a resume. I don't even know how to make them. They've always just come and got me. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I've changed careers, different things, but I've never had done a resume. You haven't done a resume? Ever. Oh, wow. The only yeah. time that I ever did anything that would be close to it, if I fill out their form that says, 
who ha, what have you done here what have you done here what have you done here that's it okay but that's I've they've always called me first yeah that's interesting yeah and with me with resumes I had about five or six of them uh, that I had I've never done one you know I had a music resume I had an art resume I had a you know an astrology resume I had a, a, a resume for my my work my work things that I've done I do it. have one now for acting. Well, that's a good idea to do that. And the last uh, audition, which you know I went to yes. two weeks ago, whatever it was, which I didn't get the part, but it was fun to be there. Yeah. He was impressed with my acting ability, and he said, and I love your resume, because <laughs> you've done a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's something that's the only resume I've ever done. Okay. Well, that makes sense with with. The acting profession. At this stage of my life, my resumes are geared towards where am I going to get the tips? Mm-hmm. I oh. do it for the tips, that song and dance, and they throw you a biscuit, whatever. But when you're working in your neighborhood and you could walk to these places, and yeah. after a while, you know half the people in town. Right. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Where do you get the gratification? Matt's a true people connector. Yeah, he is. He really is. And it's in his 11th house, too, with son mm-hmm. Uranus. So that's perfect, you know, to have the Uranus in its own house, basically, with next to the sun. I mean, he's, well, you know, basically he's here to make a difference in people's lives. That's the bottom line. Yep. Yeah. And, you know. So you just got to start reading the Match A book collection and you'll (laughs) be amazed what you're going to get to see. That's right. Yeah. Read all of them. You know, I've got a whole stack of them at home. So that's right. Doug always gives me great food for advice. He's one of my E.F. Huttons in this world. Oh, and sweet. one of the things he did a year ago was encourage me to get audiobook. Well, we have one out and we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's a success breeding success thing. I mm-hmm. am now reaching out on the Internet for those who do it. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure I got that free one. I okay. want the truckers, the families, they can always get that free one on. But then the others give samples. We some stuff in entirety, yeah. as I do with a lot of my stories. You get that entirety. Okay. So that the cart before the horse, and if it's so far so good, then maybe you want to look at my other stuff. Okay. But here, take this up front, and that's my handshake, my hug. All right. That's great. Okay. And yeah. I think that's still a great thing, because anyone that's going across country, a lot of times it's much better to listen to a good story of a book yeah, rather right. than read, listen to some radio you station. Can't you can't it. even hear what they're saying. That's right. Yeah. So... Well, more don't more. say that about our state, our show, though. Oh, I didn't say that about us. Okay. No, no, I didn't say that about us. Oh. We know that we go over two miles over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have a really wide range. But well, you go worldwide, actually. Oh yes, by streaming, internet. yes, for yeah. sure. Yes, yeah, we do. you get other countries making contact. That's with you. right. Yes, yeah, we do. that's true. So anyway, got to take another break right now, and when we get back, we'll be talking to Mr. Matt Shea a little bit more. This is the Jupiter Rising Show at KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a live read from Ms. Susan Bergstrom from the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near our retirement, largely because Medicaid, Medicare excuse me, doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only 80%. That means we'll need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, it'll save you money. 
So to schedule an appointment with her or RSVP for one of her workshops, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at Susan S. Bergstrom, excuse me, S. Bergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. This is our last segment with Mr. Matt Shea this visit. Ah, it's always fun to talk to you. It really is. It kind of helps open our, our cavities of our brain up and look at things differently, which is, I think, that's kind of what you're here to do. Well, look this at, is a two-way street. I've had other people here in this booth with us mm-hmm. doing interviews, and then it's your readings after dark and everything, and I want to go to where Doug goes. I want to watch his stuff with Donna Siebel and everybody, mm-hmm. and I just can't get enough of it. But mm-hmm. goes around, comes around. You two share, you invite people, but you like to listen to people. Oh, we do. You like them to open up their interests, oh, yeah. and then we kind of let them lead and go with it. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, see that all the time with you two. Well, thank you. I mean, it's not because we want to show ourselves off, for heaven's sake. No, we want to come down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I ever told you no, about my No, tell them symbol. what that's about. I think it's marvelous. Okay. Um, my guest, which you'll hear next Saturday, she talked about the Sabian symbols, which are a form of astrological. And I'd never heard of them. Well, you you just have to look into yeah, it. I, I will. really good. Uh, there was a man named Mark Edmund Jones back in, uh, in the early 50s who basically channeled this work, and he channeled each degree of the zodiac which is 360 degrees, so this is not exactly, you know, um, homework overnight. It's it's a lot of work, and he channeled this, and he came up with something for every single degree and sign. And if, by the way, if you're looking up your sun sign or something at 21 degrees Pisces, that's my sun sign, you go to the 22nd degree, you go up a degree. And so um, when I went and checked mine out, you know, I started to investigate the Sabian symbols. These, these are channeled works where he is talking about the overall message of the sign. And also you can do uh, your Sabian symbols for all of your charts, which is 10 planets. So you can do it that way too. And a lot of other things you can look at too. So um, I, when I looked at mine, mine was something like um, a man from the mountain comes walking down from the, some place in Sinai or something like Bringing that. the message from the top of the mountain. Bringing the message from the top. The prophet, actually. And he's walking a, down a creek, so she's walking on water. <laughs> he's embellished the story. <laughs> I, I love the this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to let me forget that, are you? I just think it was so funny. I couldn't help it. Oh, it just hit me so funny. Well, I, I've always thought it was kind of cool. You know, I think it's very cool. Yeah, you know, uh, down from the mountain, a prophet comes. Unlike know, mine was nothing that excited. I wasn't even on the damn mountain. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. But anyway, each of the signs has a particular meaning and for each of the, the, the degrees in the zodiac. And some of them are really out, just amazing. And the way they correspond to a person's chart. And what kind of events they've had in their life is really reflects these things. So if you listen to the show next Saturday, next you'll Saturday. hear Linda talking about her underpants, <laughs> which I don't know what that was about, but it kept coming up. <laughs> and I kept telling her, this is a child-friendly show. I know. Yeah, she was doing that a little bit, wasn't she? Yeah, she kept bringing oh, that up. Something about one of some planet 
uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what she's talking about. It was something about their underwear, and she uh, wouldn't quit. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, and she so. is a funny lady, and she's extremely knowledgeable. She's probably the number one authority on the Sabian symbols on the planet. So I feel really lucky that we could get her <coughs> on. And we had a great time with her. It was She's fun. fun. It was fun, fun, she fun. She was a lot of fun. So anyway, yes. Um, anyway, so what are we doing here? Oh, I completely well, got off uh, track. Oh, yes. We have, <laughs> we have our guest, Matt. <laughs> He's the reason we got off yeah, on that's that. Right. We get, yeah, mountain. we did that. Okay, so what were you going to say, Matt? Well, I want to reflect back on the Meadowdale Community Project oh, yes. book. I'll be doing a interview on it shortly at another yeah. st- another show uh-huh. and i've done one a while back with rick bratton okay but it's basically three things being tied in it's centered around a town that is progressively more and more getting depressed with uh, government funding being cut back and mm-hmm. community centers mm-hmm. being let go and then we're having people putting recycled material at this community center and then it turns out that it's not being recycled anymore okay <clears throat> The people who are there who are mentally or physically handicapped are rummaging through it, and they're making artwork out of it with a kick. They're making animal feeders. Oh. This community has its share of stray pets that will only eat out of these things mm-hmm. now. And then we have seniors who are forgotten that want to get in on this. And so they sort of start a little industry now. This is their trademark. Okay. They have these incredible gifts of yesterday that nobody wanted. Yeah. And then they make something artistic out of it. Right. That's animal feeders on the back porch and voila, it happened. But yeah. it's such a personal thing. This Christmas gift you got that you no longer want. Yeah. It has just gotten new life yeah, as did the seniors and those who are of handicap right. also got new life. Right. And it bonds a community and it really gets starts and a frenzy them to going. Their pets too, which is yes, awesome. and it keeps you it, it gets the four-legged animals. It gets everybody. Yeah, right. It's very cool. So it, it takes it that cool. direction. And it's so Aquarian. <laughs> yeah, it is. Everything in there is Aquarian. Wow. Well, it's pet-friendly. It's pet-friendly. Yeah. So People-friendly, pet-friendly. Pet-friendly and people-friendly. Yeah. So anyway, Matt, it's been fabulous to have you as usual. It's We just never know what's going to happen when you come on. But well, these fireside chats, which we don't even have a fireplace here, but it sure felt warm. <laughs> yeah, right. We could always get, set one up in the corner there, you know, something, and pretend fire in it. Aha. Uh-huh. Anyway. We've got great imaginations. It's burning over here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Matt, for being here today, and um, we'll have you on again soon. Let's thank see. you so much. Oh, and again, to go to Eileen's Readings After Dark. It is so much fun to experience getting a reading. And these are classy restaurants, Burr's and Pizza Casa. They're Mm -hmm. classy. They go back a good 60, 70 years. It's a win-win night. And bring some friends, more the merrier. Yeah, that's absolutely right because we have a lot of fun. And um, I love being able to connect to people, you know, in that way because it's when you have an astrology reading, it's sort of like drop the act, we're going to talk about you type of thing, you know, and drops and things are dropped really quickly. And I had one at le- at Burr's last week that was exactly like that. You know, she says, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not, you know, you can't read me and all this stuff. And I said, you want to bet? You know, and I just kind of went, kind of drove a truck right down the middle of her chart. And she just sat there and went, I said, okay, so now let's talk, you know. I didn't even know you had a truck. 
I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> I have a dumpy little car that's wrecked in the back. <laughs> but I'm going to get another one soon. So yeah. anyway, anyway, thank you very much for being here today. And we're going to go on here and do our announcements here. Okay, the Emerald Spiral Expo is coming up on March 28th this year in a couple of months. And it's really terrific. It's the number one astrological and well not astrological but psychic fair in the in the area it's twice a year it's in march and september there's over 990 booths selling crystals books and readings and there's a keynote speaker this year colby welk who will be on who possesses the ability to finely tune and access pure source and then read whatever issues are present in your life so he will be there, and he's going to have a lecture, and he's going to perform a workshop at the Expo. So it's going to be awesome. You can bring your family. You can bring kindred spirits and friends and explore the exciting world of alternative medicine, new-aged wisdom, and quantum physics. Okay, so that is the 28th of March on Saturday from 10 till 4 p.m. at Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent. And if you want more information or you want to even get a booth there, I think there's some available. You can contact Astara Brisky and you can contact her at emeraldspiral.com and allow Emerald Spiral to help you discover a new adventure on your journey of spirituality, your purpose, and the magic inside you. Okay. And as we mentioned, we have uh, After Dark Reading at Burr's, and that's on Wednesday from 630 to 830, $20 for 10 minutes. And then 40 to for 20 minutes. And then we also have the after dark readings at the Pizza Casa on Monday night from 4 o'clock till 7. That's at 12924 Pacific Highway Southwest in Lakewood, Washington. Same price there. And if the first person comes in and says they've heard the Jupiter Rising show, gets a free book by Matt Shea. He usually is with me on Mondays. You bet. You bet. So we have a great time there. Nice. Okay. So. Um, now we have um, my horoscope column, which is on every Wednesday or every Monday. We put up a new one, and it's weekly horoscope on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio, uh, the website, which is 1150kknw.com, and you can go look it up, and it's pretty cool. So how do we get a hold of you, Doug? The best way is actually text or call 206-769-4924. Or if you can find me at the Psychic Spectrum Showcase on the panel there every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Okay. And then we can get a hold of Matt, of course, at www.mattsheabooks.com. And then you can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com. Or you can get a hold of us at the show page, jupiterrisingshow.com. Okay. So now next week... We have on, we, <laughs> I'm looking at, I looked at it, I said, we've already had her on. <laughs> oh, yes, we haven't heard it yet, though. Linda Hill on next Saturday, and it will be a pre-recorded one. So we won't be here, but she will be, and we will be here in spirit. Right? Right. Talking Sabian. Yeah, talking Sabian symbols. And then on February 1st, we have back on our one of our favorite astrologers, Ms. Jackie Slevin. So that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And so I want to thank everybody who listened to the show today, and I hope you enjoyed it. And so we're going to see you all next week. This is, well, I won't, we won't be seeing you for a couple of weeks, but we'll be seeing you then on the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.